All right, episode 11, why the wave might get started for the wrong reason. Just finished the edits on the book. Comes out July 4th, if you've forgotten. But uh, this idea of the wave, that there is this changing of the tide coming for sports leaders and sporting organizations where we're moving away from the finite, the short-sighted, the win-at-all-costs, the do-anything-to-win mentality. And we're moving away from the autocratic, the top-down, the coercive leadership. You know, think of what happened with Mike Babcock in Toronto and stories that have come out um, with him in Detroit from various players on how he was kind of operating uh, the Bill Peters of the world, the Chicago Blackhawks with Joel Quenville and what just happened there. Um, what's happened with coaches like Urban Meyer at Jacksonville and what he was doing was going on at Ohio State, but they were winning. So when you're winning and you're winning a lot and you're bringing the institution massive amounts of recognition, money, etc. You're not going to hear what's going on inside the four walls of the Ohio State football facility. So, there are massive sweeping changes coming, and the thing that might accelerate it, and I touched on it in the book, but this is honestly going to be more of an expansion from what's even in the book, uh, we're going to talk about some things that I didn't write about. So a little bonus to the section when you read it. You can come back to this episode. But this idea that, you know, the wrong reasons might start the wave. If you look at what's happening right now, the Stanley Cup Finals are underway. Or they will be at the time of this release. So, the Colorado Avalanche, led by Jared Bednar, who's, for all intents and purposes, not part of the old guard, the old boys club, the old way of doing things. Um, Those three terms kind of can be used interchangeably. Uh, Jared Bednar is very much a new wave. He has created a culture in Colorado at the highest level of hockey around the word fun. Um, If you don't believe me, I've written an article about it. Uh, There's some stuff on the avalanche, and there's probably going to be more coming out during the playoffs. Um, But they play a fun style. They have fun in the locker room. They have, you know, they, they joke around at practice. Their coach isn't afraid to let his guard down. Um, He's not necessarily the guy that's stone-faced. And neither is John Cooper. Like, when Tampa Bay scores a goal, every fucking coach in the league is just stone-faced, stoic, like, doesn't matter, don't get excited, don't show any emotion, don't have any fun at all. Like, those guys are coaching in the NHL. Like, John Cooper... And Jared Bednar are happy to be there. 
they're excited to be there and they're having fun while they're there because they know it might not last forever. Like John Cooper almost got fired when they lost to Columbus in the first round a couple of years ago before they went on a tear and now they're in their third straight final. But like he almost didn't get a chance to go on this run because people were calling for his head. Again, short-sighted. But the point is, you now have two coaches in the finals that are very much new wave style coaches. There's a ton of stuff coming out and has come out on Cooper. And you can get an inside look at what he's like in the locker room. He cracks jokes. He keeps it light sometimes. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's a time and place where he's, you know, probably in guy's shit and jumping on him and whatever. Like, it's not all one-sided. But as opposed to many of the other coaches in the league, there's a fun side, a playful side, a relaxed side of these two guys. And their leadership styles give a ton of autonomy and freedom to the players, both on the ice and off the ice, to make decisions. So they're very much new wave. And when teams like this make it to the finals, the league still is, and probably, I don't want to say forever will be, because I hope not, but the league is very much a copycat league right now. You hear that term thrown around, not just in the NHL, the MLB, the NFL. Like, coaches are just stealing shit without the necessary context of what's going on in the room every day. But we're kind of still obsessed. And I was first kind of shown this in the strength and conditioning field. But it's shiny object syndrome. And it's copycat league. And those are kind of one and the same in this context. but. If a team starts winning, and that's why I was waiting for Toronto to just go on a tear. And, you know, they did really well the last couple of regular seasons with the way that they're playing. You know, they can't get over the hump in the first round of the playoffs. But, like, I was waiting for a team like Toronto, or in this case, like, Colorado's actually doing it. Uh, hopefully, like, Buffalo with Don Granado there can get there in the future. But when a team has success, like Colorado, playing free, playing fun, and playing just more risky and way less risk-averse, which is what most of the NHL is, like when a team like that starts to have success, the 28 other teams that aren't in the Stanley Cup Final right now are going to be watching the Stanley Cup Final and they're going to be studying whatever team wins all summer, and then they're just going to start doing that. So now instead of one team playing like the Colorado Avalanche, we're going to have, you know, 15, 20 teams next year trying to play like Colorado because that's just like the nature of this copycat shiny object syndrome type thing. Like when the LA Kings won 10 years ago, like everyone was like, defensive hockey's back, get huge guys, like we can win this way, chip and chase, whatever. and like player development regressed and just like the game got super boring because everyone was copying LA and like 
Their style was boring. It was unexciting to watch. It was unexciting to play in. And, like, that gets copied from NHL teams all the way down to junior teams. And, I mean, even youth coaches are looking to the NHL for inspiration and ideas. So when we all start playing chip and chase hockey for five or ten years until a team like Tampa Bay comes around, a team like Colorado comes around where they're intentionally possessing the puck, trying to turn, you know, possession pucks on the wall into attacking pucks through the middle of the ice. Like, that's when we're going to see the shift back. And that's just in terms of the on-ice product. We already touched on the leadership and the off-ice with the coaches and how, you know, hopefully there's, I would love for there to be 15 Jared Bednars in the NHL next year. And, like, if you think there are right now, there aren't. I would love there to be, you know, every coach in the USHL and North American League to think along the lines of, John Cooper and Jared Bednar in terms of their leadership. And if you think that league is full of coaches that have their shit together, you're wrong. So I don't necessarily like part of me doesn't want it to happen for the wrong reasons because like then it's just kind of like we got lucky that two teams like Colorado and Tampa Bay are playing each other. And one of them's going to win again. But if that's how this has to, if that's how this wave has to happen and has to get started, like, I'm all for it. Like, 15 teams want to start copying how Colorado plays next year, the game's going to get better. The game is going to improve because of that. Because they're going to be taking what they've done for. 5, 10, 15 years, and they're going to completely rethink how they're going to play. They're probably not going to rethink how they're going to lead, but that's why we need new blood in the league. And it's starting to kind of trend that way. Um, We'll see how the rest of the offseason plays out at that level, but it's very much happening in the USHL. Like, you can't look up Ryan Ward's player profile on elite prospects and Ryan Ward is the new head coach of the Youngstown Phantoms in the USHL like we don't know if Ryan Ward played high school hockey like because he's not on elite prospects so you have coaches coaching at a very high level now that don't have playing backgrounds or extensive ones which is great for the league it's great for the game um you have Older guys that have been in the league for a really long time getting pushed out in favor of 34-year-old head coaches now. Like Mike Leone just got named the head coach in Green Bay. uh, Taking over for a guy that's been doing it for a really, really long time. Um, So things are starting to trend. And there's ripples, at least at the junior hockey level and hopefully that either trickles up from there or we see this copycat you know let's say Colorado wins and it's not Tampa Bay for the third time in a row 
let's say Colorado wins, like then it could trickle down from the top. So whatever way it has to happen, for the right reasons, for the wrong reasons, for indifferent reasons, if the wave happens and starts because of this, it's good for the game. So those are my thoughts on kind of the idea of copycat league terms that you'll hear in the book um shiny object syndrome where we're just chasing the thing that looks cool and that can either lead us to this wave or it can get us in trouble and we can have a whole another episode on shiny object syndrome and how that's kind of ruined things and other cases, in this case, in the scenario that I'm painting, it would be good, but it also works in the other direction. So uh, that's enough for now. We've been ripping for 13 minutes, so drop a comment, um, ask a question on your way out, continue the conversation, comment, email, text. We'll see you next time.